It is a fascinating uh, podcast with Jonathan uh, Haidt that you really want to hear. All right, um, that's uh, that's coming up tomorrow. It's available now on The Blaze. Uh, American financing. Home is where you live. Right now, home values are up almost 20%, and that's a very big deal. And things are starting to slow down because interest rates are going up. So they're still at 5 Five percent, four and three quarters, something like that, which is still a pretty good rate, especially if you're looking at the value of a house versus what's going to happen with your dollar when you're losing, you know, they say eight point five percent value of your dollar. You know, inflation or I mean, uh, the uh, interest rate doesn't look so bad at, you know, uh, losing uh, five and a, five and a, uh, or five or th- uh, four and three quarters percent. Right now, you need to do all you can to save money, protect your money, and to get out of high-interest credit cards. American Financing can help you. Please call them, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. It's Friday. I'm going to introduce you to somebody who is, it was just a regular person in California and then had enough. Now they are an independent researcher, education advocate, and the host of the podcast, A Time to Stand. You need to meet her. Kelly Sky joins us in 60 seconds. So, Stu, what causes inflation? Uh, Too many dollars chasing too few goods. Yeah, but how do you get those dollars? You print the dollars and print and then print more dollars. Oh, so the federal government does that? The Treasury does that? No, no, no. Uh, That's, uh, I mean, well, they're certainly a big part of it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but they don't print it. Mm -hmm. It's it's the Fed, Mm. the Federal Reserve. uh, And they, they, they they just deposit these things into uh, the banks all around the country. But the amazing thing is, is the Fed is owned, not by the US government, not by you. The Fed is owned by the biggest banks. You know, the ones that they're just printing money and giving that money to. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a, a creature from Jekyll Island. This is a, a, a very famous book that was written a few years ago that is a must read. But it's pretty heady stuff. Most people won't get the time to read it. The Tuttle Twins have put together a great book on inflation, the Fed, how it works, what is the real cause, and what is the real cure for all of this. It's the Tuttle Twins and the creature from Jekyll Island. 
I think this book is so important to get into the hands of every single family and every single listener. I've asked the Tuttle Twins to make it for free. So you can get the free copy right now at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. You just pay for shipping while supplies last. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. All right. Uh, Kelly Skye is uh, joining us. She is an education advocate and the host of A Time to Stand. Um, she was um, she was one of the people that really kind of helped uh, reading uh, her um, work and her research. She really helped explain um, in a very simple way, just by using a triangle, how CRT uh, and SEL uh and uh, i think it's cse are all connected they're all part of a larger problem and we keep chasing either this this crazy sex curriculum or crt they keep denying it and it keeps showing up that's because of sel and that goes all the way to the cdc kelly is with us now how many abbreviations could you possibly use in an intro uh kelly welcome to the glenn beck program Thanks for having me, Glenn. You bet. So now you live still in California with your your husband and two children. So that makes That's me right. that makes me question uh, your whole thinking process if you're still there. <laughs> um, but I gotta thank you for everything that you are doing. Can you can you take it where uh, I was this week on the uh, Wednesday night special and explain it in your own way? on what families and parents are maybe not seeing or not understanding when it comes to this, I believe, war on our children. Well, and what I did when I created that is I was hoping to illustrate to so many families in a presentation last year that all of these subjects, which have been treated as independent are actually integrated within one another. They're all interconnected in a way. So where your school may only really be implementing social emotional learning, there are elements of both critical race theory and critical pedagogy and also comprehensive sexuality education into social emotional learning programs. And the same goes for each side of that triangle. These subjects are integrated, they work together, and then ultimately they all fit into the whole school, whole community, whole child model, which is what I am so thankful you are talking about because every American needs to know about that. Okay, so let me just ask a couple of, you know, uninformed questions. I'm, I'm, I'm new to the SEL thing. Um, social emotional learning that's been around for a while and was it ever a good thing in my own opinion from everything i saw when that's actually what started our family's journey back in 2016 is discovering social emotional learning in our children's public school at the time i would say that from from all i've seen I, I don't see that it was beneficial or effective, but it did start initially quite small and then it grew from there. And I think many families, when social emotional learning is first entered into a school system, it 
really does sound great because yeah. it's marketed so lovely. Uh, calming kids, educating the whole child. These are all wonderful sounding things. But when you really get to the basic um, implementation of, of all that it includes, there's a lot of concern there because um, it does include social justice. It includes elements of intersectionality and most people are unaware of that when it's first introduced. So when did the CDC, I mean the center for disease control, when did the CDC get involved and develop this whole school, whole community, whole child model? Well, back in 2007, um, the, ASCD was really working on making an effort to change this entire conversation about education um, with regards to combining health and education. And, and so community schools themselves have started to be implemented the last, you know, for, for a while now, but the push right now is to reach this full intended fruition that they have actually in a format of a virtual healthy or community school on their website. And what exactly does that mean? What, I mean, as I, as I'm looking at this as just a, a parent that has kids in school, I hear all these, you know, three letter um, acronyms. I, I don't know what everything means. Uh, and then I, I read about the whole school, whole community, whole child. And you're like, okay, well, that sounds pretty good. What is the now intention of what's, what this is? What are they doing with it? Well, what they're doing is they, they are transforming education as we know it. But when they combine with health, it is also going to mean that the school is the central part of every community. And then from that, they will collaborate with outside community organizations. The other goal is to have a health clinic, dental, counseling, all on the school site. And what really concerns me is that right in the midst of all of this, and the marketing and the ideology of the organizations involved is social justice, is health equity, which James Lindsay has talked about a yeah. great deal. Um, not just health equity, but diversity, equity, inclusion, racial justice. So when these things are implemented into a school system, we have ultimately a very socialized educational model where parents and their involvement are really being pushed to the wayside and the government is stepping in to take care of the whole child, essentially. Right. And this is not, um, I mean, it, it's not that the uh, parents are being pushed aside. The parents now, if you object, are being targeted as terrorists. Um, and on top of that, you know, I had a hard time at first with the idea of people that are supporting these things are groomers, but I can't, after looking the definition up, I can't define it any other way. When you're having secret conversations, sometimes about sex and, and, uh, and even how to perform sex uh, in a very graphic way, 
and you're telling uh, the child, this is a secret between you and me. Don't tell your parents. And you you um, intentionally lie to the parents that you tell them I'm not having these conversations. That is a groomer. That's a groomer. Right. And a lot of people even don't realize that sex education has completely shifted into a model that is actually intended to be based upon the teaching of both pleasure and eroticism. That is a huge shift away from teaching students what they previously were discussing with prevention and safety. Those kinds of things is sex ed of the past. This new comprehensive sexuality education right embedded into their own documentation is teaching pleasure. And these words are loaded terms where they're actually taking old definitions and adding to them. And that's also important for the public to know, because speaking from California, we're seeing some of the most intense indoctrination and a stripping away of parental rights and involvement. And you, as you said earlier, they are looking at controlling everything on the child. And I mean, every aspect of a child's life will run through the school, including their medical records. Right. If anybody is listening, listen and go to the CDC's website and they can look through the virtual WSCC whole school, whole community, whole child model. There is a virtual school they can actually click on and interact with each individual classroom, the health clinic, the counselor's office. And as you said, medical records is one of the items that you can interact with in the virtual class, in the virtual school. And this is the cdc.gov. That's correct. Um, you know, I, I feel like a simpleton because I've been saying that we've got to shut down the Department of Education, but this isn't, this is coming through the Department of Education, but it's, it seems to be spearheaded by the CDC. Right. And funded. So this is, this is an all government attack on our families and on our children. How do we stop it? I think we as a country have to become aware of exactly what's going on and continue to talk and have this conversation expand. I am so thankful that you and your network are making a point to bring this to your viewers' attention because most people I talk to even in California, they're unaware that sex education has changed. They're unaware of community schools. They're unaware that teachers unions have been for the last year actively marketing and meeting and strategizing for how to implement these. And right now here in California, it's approximately a $3 billion initiative and schools are actively working to build health clinics on school campuses. And they're working to really establish these community organizations that they're going to be directly tied with that are concerning to me. And ultimately, then what we do is we really need to take into account whether we continue to have our kids in the public school system or seek alternatives. And then who are we putting in office when we go to the vote? 
and who are we really supporting and are they really behind what we believe is a family and i think that's a question a lot of americans also need to be asking okay kelly i want to i want to just take a one minute break and then i want to come back um because you said you know whether or not we keep our kids in school you were somebody who was really against homeschooling for a while um and thought no way i'm going to have my kids homeschool and now you're homeschooling your kids i want to talk to you a little bit more about what we can do about this and how urgent the need is to pay attention to all of this and do your own homework in 60 seconds first let me tell you um, about relief factor the pain you are living with that pain despite all your efforts you know through the years you haven't been able to get rid of it what if i told you there was something that might give you like a 70 percent chance of getting out of that pain it's called relief factor it has helped me with my pain which i never thought it would go away if you're living with pain may i recommend you just try relief factor try it for three weeks it's called the quick start it's developed for 19.95 a dollar a day you take it three times a day hundreds of thousands of people have ordered it to see if it will get rid of their pain 70 percent of them go on to order more month after month so just try it please relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief 800 the number four relief get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you relieffactor.com 800 the number four relief relieffactor.com feel the difference 10 seconds station id So Kelly's website is um, a time to stand dot me a time to stand dot me. That is also the name of her podcast. She's an education advocate. She's a mom and uh, has really done incredible work. And I can't thank her and others like her that are drilling down deep into these things as i as i went through all the research kelly um that you and others and my team have done uh on all of this i am i am struck by we keep thinking the war is in washington we keep thinking that we have to uh you know wait for the next election i, I am overwhelmed with the feeling this is an active war on our family and our children and we have to save our children right now this isn't something like yeah i'm gonna look into that it's right now most important thing you can do i agree it's an absolute necessity and too often people that parents and families that i've talked with over the years they have often said, oh, I don't think that's happening in our school or, oh, that's just California. You guys are crazy. But the truth is, is that California is now not just in California. We have equitable math, social justice, pedagogy, comprehensive sexuality education is is there's a huge effort to expand that nationally. All of these subjects are being woven into one another and also into other subjects. And we must do something. We have to pay attention to this because it is our children's and our families and our nation's welfare and well-being that is at stake here. So I've been saying 
that the Department of Education needs to be abolished. The state needs to be um, in charge, not the Fed. Um, and local communities need to know. Uh, and I know that means that, hey, San Francisco might use this system. Fine. Let San Francisco be San Francisco. As far as I'm concerned, this is a danger to my children. And I am not going to be having my children force fed this. It is it's an abomination. It is absolutely evil. Um, but I've also been saying that the teachers unions, that there comes a time when you have to look at our teachers and say, you know, I believe you want to be a good teacher. I believe you might even be a good teacher. But as long as you're paying dues to that union, you're part of the problem. Is that fair or not? That, I would say, is, is, a, is a huge topic of discussion because, yes, you're essentially giving money to an entire organization that is working against you, despite the fact that they may come and protect you if you have a local conflict. But what the teachers unions stand for and the way that they operate is completely antithetical to traditional American values, to the family, to the health and well-being of children. I mean, as, as early as 2019, the California Teachers Association was actually taking to a vote their plan to lobby or to promote the idea that 12-year-olds would be able to obtain hormone blockers without the barrier of parental permission. And while that's not law in the state yet, there's other laws in place that are similar here in California. And if that is the goal and the plan that a 12-year-old would then in the future be able to leave campus and start these treatments at 12, we have to pay attention and be aware. And other states, California is the warning the, to the rest of the nation that you must defend and protect your state so, and do what you can. So you know, this is so easily verifiable um, but I need you to do your homework. Um, Kelly Sky, she you can find her at uh, at or I sorry a time to stand dot me a time to stand dot me. You can also find her podcast a time to stand. But you must connect and start doing your homework, and don't think your school is immune because it is not. Thanks, Kelly. The Glenn Beck Program. By the way, uh, this is all from allergies, so I apologize. the The pollen here is Don't, like whatever virus you're spreading around right uh, now. I'm thank thankful to get it. Thank you for the gift. I lived through. I, I honestly, I lived through St. Helens, the explosion. It's, oh, Mount St. Helens. Yeah, Mount St. Helens. It's that's like the pollen here in Texas. Um, Deborah wrote about her experience with rough green. She said, I adopted an older German shepherd named Ava, added rough greens to her diet about 10 days ago. And believe me, it's already helping with her digestion. Ava seems to love the taste. She's always anxious to eat, licks the bowl clean now. Her energy is improving and she's adapting well to her new home. Thank you, rough greens from both me and Ava. Uh, listen, this has everything your dog needs to lead a longer and healthy life. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the food, and you can find it now. Get In fact, get a free bag 
of Rough Greens at ruffgreens.com slash back. Roughgreens.com slash back. Your first bag is free. Just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash back. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you joined us. Sorry, I apologize for my voice, um, but uh, it's the allergy season here, and it is worse than I've ever seen in my life. Um, but, uh, you know, don't worry about it. Hey, um, I have a gallon of milk in my refrigerator that is last longer than CNN plus, uh, it was, uh, it was canceled and we found out about it yesterday. And, uh, then, uh, my wife came in last night and said, Hey, you know, the CNN plus has been canceled. And there was just a little joy that I expressed a little bit of that a little bit. On Twitter last night. I did notice this and reading your tweets, they seem to be specifically targeted to one CNN employee in particular for some reason. Uh, you say, hey, Brian Stelter, perhaps you can join me on my successful uh, global media streaming service to discuss your company's $300 million failure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's the start. Awesome. Yeah, uh, that's great. P.S. I won't ambush you and my statements will be based in fact. So sad for you. Yeah. Well, this comes from the interview that I did, and it's a very popular uh, clip on YouTube of me walking off of the set for Brian uh, because he he said, as usual, he really wanted to understand the right. Mm. And uh, he really mm-hmm. wanted to understand why people were you know, backing Donald Trump and uh and you know just dismissing the media that's very dangerous it was very important to him very so he important. brought you on and then of course uh changed the topic of the interview halfway yeah. through all right here can mm-hmm. we play it yeah yeah mm-hmm. one's arguing justice one's arguing mercy or they say they are but they're not all they're doing is playing politics and the american people are tired of it who is talking about an actual solution on this who's actually done something who's actually consistent and cared when it was a democrat in office and cared when it's a republican in office you know those people exist around the country and they're watching you two the media and donald trump play in this little game back and forth and they're sick of it they don't want to hear about it from either side I want the critique because I invited you on I'm self-aware enough to know that we need to talk about this because I know it's a problem the mainstream media is having a very hard time the main time the mainstream media is having a very hard time reaching Trump's base that's a fact we see that in all the polls yeah well then here's here's the deal Brian you all have my phone number I've reached out to all of you in the past and said let's have a conversation not on the air you really want to understand you want to hear the other why side can't our viewers, let's why have can't, a conversation where everybody's you tell not our interested viewers right now because it's all about ratings because this is all about ratings this isn't about ratings this is about saving our country bringing us together stop dividing us i mean you <laughs> i can't so, so to be clear you think that i'm dividing the country you think i'm dividing the country for ratings by booking you Brian, stop driving. Look at what. Look what you're doing. 
When did this become about you? This is about the media and the administration. That's what you guys want to make it into. If it was about okay? me, I would do so like a 10 minute comic the, the way you used to. Mm. Oh, 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 if it was about me, I get out of blackboard the way about, you used to. Oh, oh, mm. oh, look at that. That's a good okay. line. Well, then maybe you should. I, I mean, point is, I, what I mean, you mean I mean, is making it about me. I, I don't see how I've made it about me. I want to know. It's how. not about it. You just said. Never mind. Look, Brian, <laughs> if you want to have a conversation, the media really wants to know. Great, we can have that conversation. But every time someone, every time I've approached, everybody always says yes. But as soon as it gets tough or uncomfortable, nobody's interested. Nobody's interested in looking at themselves and saying, what did I do? I know what I've done. I know what I've done. I've There's tried to make these, amends yeah. and I'm trying yes. to. And we've talked about that before. You're, I, I completely agree with you. And we all do need yeah. to be more self-reflective. <laughs> I do have to ask you, there's this new headline on the Daily Beast saying that your company's in trouble, that oh, you were trying to find a buyer. Mm. Is this related to hey. the point no. about people not talking to each other? That if you want to create that media company, <laughs> there's not in there. interest? What's, what's mm -hmm. going on with that? Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow. Brian, thanks a lot. I think that's the most ridiculous um, question I've ever heard. I'm sitting here ready to talk to you about the detaining of children and parents and trying to break break families apart. Something that has been happening with Janet Reno. That's why it went to the Supreme Court in the first place. With Janet mm -hmm. Reno. It's been happening. We want to stop it and you want to play those games. Have a nice day. What game did I just play? <laughs> what game did I just play? That's interesting know. because... Now, the topic of that interview, and obviously the only reason he had you on, I mean, the, obviously you could see the entire time all he wanted to do was get to this gotcha question oh. about your media company failing. Um, it, uh, it's interesting to me that he was very concerned about your media company, which at the end of the day, my understanding is it's still on the air. Is, I mean, I feel like I do a show for it every day. Pat, you do a show for it every yeah. day. Yeah, Glenn it does, does feel a that show. way. Yeah, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and then... The Blaze is just the... Uh, largest right of center uh, streaming service in the world. Okay, okay, okay. that's one so, way. That's one, one way thing. To look at it. One way to look yeah. at it. So that one's still around. And CNN Plus lasted not even one month. No, not even three hundred million dollars flushed down the toilet. Three hundred million yeah. dollars. That's so, incredible. Remember when you invested three hundred million into no, the Blaze? No, though, you, do you no, remember that? No, yeah, you uh, flushed that <laughs> down no, the didn't, toilet. Didn't do that. Didn't do Jeez. that. So that's incredible. why there might have been a little glee. In mm -hmm. uh, my tweets. I sensed mm -hmm. a little glee. Did you? Yeah. Uh, you go on to say, did I mention my streaming service had 300,000 subs when streaming services didn't yet exist? It was only <laughs> the Major League Baseball and the Blaze. That's right. That, that, mm -hmm. Those were the first couple. Uh, that was over 10 years ago. I could say that uh, that our, your pompous ass didn't make... <laughs> didn't make 10 weeks. Didn't bring me joy. But I will leave the lies to you and CNN. And then... Then you really got see you like the self reflective uh, nature. Yeah, I do, I do. That you had in that interview, did, you yeah. you brought back again, and you said, "I am sorry, Brian Stelter, for that last tweet. I just lashed out after hearing the news about the biggest media failure of all time." <laughs> <laughs> Without thinking about how worried you must be about your upcoming unemployment <clears throat> situation. 
please know you are in my thoughts. I well, wanted to say my thoughts and prayers, but I know he dismisses the prayers. Right. Oh, well, there you go. You know. um, okay. After re now this is you again. After rereading these tweets, I see how childish they appear. But after being subjected to your constant lies and the transparent hatchet job you call a career, the epic fail of CNN makes uh makes makes us believe in the old saying that evil loses in the end and believe me brian stelter this is the end (laughs) i mean the breathtaking speed at which cnn plus crashed was a spectacular almost zigfield zigfeld follies end yes Mm -hmm. yes okay follow me on this okay that would be assuming that zigfeld had ever spent 300 million dollars on a show to only have it close in eight weeks but of course he didn't uh, crap, Brian Selter, I apologize. I used a hypothetical Ziegfeld Follies comparison in my last tweet. I made the point that the failure of CNN Plus was so epic that it was akin to Ziegfeld having a $300 million production close in eight weeks. Sorry, I meant four weeks. <laughs> One more thing, Brian Selter, on CNN Plus's epic $300 million four-week flameout. The Hindenburg of media failures. <laughs> Please note, I only use Ziegfeld Follies because I thought it would be relatable to you and your elitist, out-of-touch New York City Upper West Side <laughs> snotty co-workers. <laughs> uh, Brian Stelter, uh, when you are part of the crew, uh, uh, crew of the business version of the Titanic and bodies are still in the freezing water... <laughs> Crew members begin to question themselves and become introspective. What did you do wrong? May I suggest a few things that I'm sure you may be thinking. And then you go into, you launch into a a plethora yeah. of things that they've done wrong. Well, the list course, is available on Twitter. Yeah, of course, it starts with Donald Trump. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the reason why they failed. You know they're blaming, they're blaming it on somebody, but mm-hmm. not themselves. They mm-hmm. will learn nothing from this. At no point did anyone rationally believe this would work why a a network that no one watches when it's free on your cable system right why would people spend money to go out there and justify what they and we say keep saying 300 million dollars the the plan was one billion dollars over four years on the streaming network who could possibly believe that would work i mean it's the it was dead before it began. Discovery, because of the way the mergers work, could not say that to CNN. They could not say, the second we're taking over, we're going to shut this thing down. They couldn't say it legally. So they they did everything they could. They went to the media and outwardly said, you know, this doesn't seem like such a great idea. But they couldn't specifically tell them to change the plans. Mm-hmm. So they didn't. Uh, to make sure they protected, you know, the the merger. The second they get in there, they're like, well, obvious, obviously this isn't going to work. The people at CNN rushed it through to get it started before the merger went, uh, you know, went through fully so they could get it on the air and made such a big deal about it, trying to lock Discovery into keeping it going. You know, they said stuff like this is the most important moment in CNN's history. It's going to be the change the face of the news media hoping that discovery would come in and say we how are we going to get out of this it sounds a little like the democratic plan Mm. in washington doesn't it yeah we're just going to start all these things and then hope that the republicans just won't take them out take them down and you know what if the republicans do what they usually do they won't take it down discovery did not act like the republicans they acted like a company that wanted to make money yeah that wants to survive you know what i mean 
I mean, I, how how hard did you laugh when you heard this yesterday, Pat? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I laughed until I wept, and you but know I was weeping for joy. <laughs> and can I tell you something? We honestly, with a very few exceptions, usually on election day, we don't gloat. I don't like enjoying mm-hmm. people's failures. Mm-hmm. I'm, but it's I like, impossible not to enjoy Oh my this. gosh, it's I enjoyed impossible. this so much. I enjoyed this more than if they would have said, Glenn, not only did you get Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, <laughs> you're going to be living uh, in a house built with ice cream. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, that, I, mm-hmm. You couldn't have made me happier mm-hmm. than this failure. We were thinking of the biggest business failures of all time. And it, it's kind of on par with pets.com. Remember the mm, spectacular on crash? Par. That, no. But, but it's way beyond that. <laughs> yeah. Pets.com lasted 262 days. Wow. This. That's pretty good. Lasted 30 days? Yeah. This is. 31? This really is the uh, uh, more akin to the Titanic. That ship lasted one voyage. Mm. It was unsinkable. It lasted one voyage and rested at the bottom of the sea. At least it made it halfway across. Yeah, it you did. Know, yeah, I it mean, did. You can't argue yeah, that the, with CNN Plus. This no, would like not. be this would like the t- be like the Titanic sinking in the dry dock. That's how bad this is. All right, back in just a second. <clears throat> Let me tell you a little bit about Patriot Mobile. They are America's only. Christian conservative cell phone provider, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all of the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the peace of mind that comes with knowing that your money is supporting things like free speech, life, liberty. Patriot Mobile also has the plans to fit any budget, and their U.S. 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides amazing service. Patriot Mobile, they share your values, support organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, our veterans, first responder heroes. It's pretty clear. Make the switch to a company that believes in the same stuff you do, that are fighting the same fight on your side, and one that values you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Use the promo code Beck and you will get a free activation. 972 Patriot or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com. So you need to, you know, when we're looking at the epic, colossal, earth-shattering, I mean, truly Hindenburg of the business world. Incredible. Um, the flame-out of CNN Plus in four weeks, $300 million uh, investment just gone. You, you can't compare it to, you know, pets.com or anything else. Because that was a, a fad, um, and it wasn't an established com- company. This is mm-hmm. a giant global brand that launched something with free advertising. 
that's a big part of it yeah, yeah. they were able to run constant promos for people to sign up to this yeah. thing like quibi didn't have that they had to pay for all their advertising correct and, and what Quibi's, did they invest what was it it was, it was over a billion right 1.75 billion dollars wow but they lasted uh about seven times as long <laughs> uh so you have to give quibi a little bit of credit there plus they yeah. were a total startup i mean they had to uh, generate yeah. all their attention yeah. themselves i've never even heard of quibi or Quib- what Qu- is it? Quibi? Yeah, it was Quibi. a Quibi. It was a big media. Story. They did and, like and, ten minute uh, yeah. movies, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Ten, ten. little like small quick bites shows. Yeah. Now the the theory behind the company was people are at the grocery store and they're uh, yeah. So they 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 launched. They got their last bit of funding, which was seven hundred fifty million dollars, on March fourth, twenty twenty. So like, mm. okay, right. they were supposed to be a yeah. thing where everyone's out watching it and then the Correct. pandemic happens and everyone's home. So but see, you can understand is, the failure of it. This is a, that was a new idea, new product, totally. new name. Yep. You had to educate everything on it. This is a known name, a product that everybody uses every mm-hmm. day news. Yep. You know, it's not a new concept so, at all. So another one to, to, to compare it to, what about new Coke? Now, New Better. Coke is known as the... Lasted more than a month. Oh, it's 17. People actually bought seven, New Coke and yeah. tried it. Now, so, at, actually, New Coke wound, wound up lasting on the market for 17 years. However, if wow. you take the period that you'd probably consider the real failure of New Coke, which is they took Coke Classic off the market, changed it to New Coke, and Coke Classic did not exist. That period was still 79 days. So, so this I was think, only th- not even th- what, 30? See, I think they might have been more successful... Had they taken CNN off the shelf mm. <laughs> and just had CNN Plus. They could still do that. Mm-hmm. They don't need the CNN Plus part of it. They don't need that. But if they took CNN <laughs> off the shelf right now, they could solve this entire problem. Yeah, I I think there might be some that are considering it. <laughs> and they all work at Discovery, too. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck Program.